you will achieve what it is that you want for your life, not through efforting, not through doing, but by believing and changing your mindset. Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hey, it's Morgan King with Connect Back In. Thank you as always for being here and pressing play today. I have so much I want to say right now. Um, I'm so inspired. And what happens sometimes is that I want to go take notes and write it all down and create a flow that's going to make sense to the listener and make sense to me because it's just like coming through me at rapid fire. And when I do that, sometimes I lose an element of inspiration because I'm focused on the content being perfect and making sense. So I'm going to do my best here, just keeping it all in my brain and just letting it flow through me in the hopes that whoever is listening right now is like, yes, that is what I needed to hear. And the focus for the episode today is kind of the cycle that keeps us from making a shift or making a change in our lives. I've talked about this quite a bit in the sense that when we are looking to shift away from a behavior that's creating a specific result in our life that we don't desire, for example, you want to have a good partner, you want a relationship that fulfills you and matters to you. So you want to change the behavior of believing, or excuse me, more of the belief system that then drives the behavior. You want to change the belief that there's no available good men or women out there. Um, I must have to sacrifice what I truly want in a partner in order to find somebody. Um, My person isn't available. I'm unlovable. Those belief systems that then drive behavior that attract certain things into our lives that we don't want in this example, specifically relationships. So I give you a lot of tools on this podcast, such as affirmations or meditating, acting as if your desire has already arrived. And those are extremely, extremely valuable practices. Visioning, extremely valuable, can make a huge change in your life. But the cycle that keeps those practices from landing is thinking it's going to happen in an instant. While it certainly can, there are times in which that happens for people, Usually it's through a tragedy or some like moment in their life where they're like, I just can't take it anymore. Like things have gotten so, so bad. Their desire is so, so strong that even if their belief system hasn't caught up with them yet, they can receive something. And while we think we are receiving from the outside world what it is that we desire It truly is you calling forth from within, from the power that you hold, then allowing that thing that you desire into your life. It's not this outside force. I've used a couple of analogies before that I'm going to bring to light again. One of my favorite ones of all time is if you look in the mirror and you don't like your hair, and then you go to the mirror and you try and fix your hair. 
you can't do that because you have to go to your head and fix your hair. The mirror is just a projection of what you are. And that is the same with our thoughts and beliefs. What we hold within ourselves, what we believe about the world is what we see, is what we experience. And until we fix ourselves, the mirror will present to us what we think and believe. So we go forward. We're like, all right, I'm aware that I have unhealthy patterns and belief systems around money, around relationships, around my health. And I want to make a shift in my life. I'm over this. I'm done with this. I want this to change. So you start doing the affirmations. Maybe you meditate. You listen to inspiring content. You do make changes. You see shifts in your life. But then what happens is deeply ingrained patterns that you've had for a significant part of your life, I would imagine, come forward. And it's the fear. Who do you think you are? You can't make a lot of money. You can't have a good, healthy relationship. You can't have a good body unless you're willing to work out 10 times a week and not eat any food. The, the fear brain that has taken over majority of our lives comes forward. And then we begin to look outside ourselves and say, maybe that is true. I mean, my parents didn't have the kind of money that I want. My parents were divorced when I was really young. Maybe I can't have a good relationship. Everyone around me is really unhealthy and a lot of, on a lot of pills and they don't sleep well at night. Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? And that voice will take over. And it's until we begin to recognize, and I've talked about this again quite a bit, that it's a shift in perception. It's a shift in engaging with that voice versus the voice of truth. And the challenge here is you cannot fight this voice. If you try to take down this voice, you will only give your attention and focus to it. So it will get louder and louder and louder. What we resist persists. So until, like maybe you think, okay, well then I'll just fall victim to it, right? Which is so easy to do. I've done it a hundred times. No, I've done it a billion times in my life and I continue to do so. I'm only able to speak to these things because I experience them myself, which makes me, I think, a valuable teacher, which a teacher is just someone who you're allowing to bring forward a message that you are desiring to hear. There are so many people that will not go looking for this content, or even when they hear it, they don't actually hear it or absorb it. You are doing it to and for yourself, okay? So um, where was I with that? The fear brain. Oh, okay. So then this brain comes in, we listen to it, and then we kind of go back to our patterns. And another great analogy for this is like, taking score too soon. We think that we can say affirmations for three days and that our entire lives are going to change. But if you've been telling yourself over and over for your entire life, a certain message, a certain story about who you are in this world, it's not going to change overnight. And I even, I hate saying that to you because I know how powerful you are. I know how powerful I am. But what happens is I feel like because it doesn't happen overnight, 
we give up and we're like, this doesn't actually work. This idea that we go out, we plant a seed in a garden. And then the next day, if the flowers aren't bloomed, if the fruit hasn't grown, we're like, this seed is dead. It doesn't work. But the seed needs to be nurtured. It needs time. It needs water. It needs sunlight. It needs positivity. And what sunlight, water, and positivity are, are the affirmations, the meditations to quiet that voice. Even if we are so hard on ourselves for meditating, and that's why a lot of people don't do it and stick with it, is because they're like, oh, I'm a bad meditator. Whatever that means. But your brain, it doesn't want to quiet down. It's meant to function. Like it's a supportive element of our lives that we have this brain that continually talks to us and has these thoughts, right? And so it doesn't feel natural at first, but it's a practice. And over time, even if you have 30 seconds within 15 minutes of a moment of no thinking, that connects you. It's almost like a sip of water when you've had a drought. That little bit of water allows you to think, hmm, maybe there is something here. And then you get a big gulp of water and then you get fully hydrated over time. And through these practices, like I mentioned, it's the sunlight, it's the the water that grows the seed that strengthens it so that it can then be the new pattern, the new belief system. But I think there's a few aspects to this that are really important to help bring forward these new desires, these new belief systems that you want to hold for your life. If you're anything like me and you're listening to this, you probably have big dreams for yourself. My story is my dreams aren't welcome here. Because when I was young, I would talk about these things that these desires that I had for myself. I wanted to live in California. I'm from Wisconsin. That was a big dream of mine. I wanted to make a lot of money. I wanted to have a great life partner. I wanted to live this thriving life, which I do now. And I continue to want to grow and flourish and make bigger and bigger and bigger. And from the small town that I'm from, which I love, and I love those people, not necessarily my friends, but outsiders would throw at me their limiting belief systems and say, who are you to think that? That's like, yeah, right. Good luck. I'd like to see you try. And then that became my inner critic. I let their fear, I accepted their fear, and I became the victim. And that's really giving your power away and saying that there's an outside force. But just as I mentioned that you are listening to this content and hearing it to and for yourself, when we accept a victim mentality, we are doing that to and for ourselves. And it's hard. It's hard to not assume victim when life isn't going the way that you thought it should. Something that came forward for me last night is, it seems simple, but I think it's a really great analogy. As I was making my bed and we have a duvet cover and I love this duvet cover. I got it from my grandparents. My grandpa has since passed away and it's white with this embroidery on it. But since having my son, naturally, it just has some stains on it. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to wash the duvet cover. I'm going to do some stain treatment, wash all the bedding. And I put it back on. And 
the stains weren't removed. They're still there. But there's only a few, and they're really small. And so I can choose to focus on the stains and let that be my experience of looking at this beautiful bedding. Or I can zoom out and I can appreciate how beautifully constructed this duvet cover is, how much joy it brings me to know that I'm in the comfort of something that I received from someone I love who's no longer here in the physical form. And the stains are so minor. It's like, I can, again, barely see them. They're in places that no one would even know that they existed. It's not like it totally blemishes the way it looks or makes it look dirty or whatever. And that is your life. Where we put our attention and where we put our focus is our experience. So you can choose to look at the stains, the areas of your life that maybe aren't going so well, and let that be your whole experience. Or you can zoom out and say, maybe there are things going well for me. Maybe there are miracles occurring here. Maybe shifts are happening. And your brain will tell you otherwise. It wants to keep you safe and small. So it will tell you, you haven't figured it out yet. You're doing it wrong. Why is it taking so long? Because if you start to subscribe to that, you're going to stay right where you are. Whereas if you let that brain be there, I kind of didn't address this earlier of how we get away from this, right? Because what we resist persists. If we focus on it, if we give attention to it, that voice, it's going to drive the show. So you got to leave that voice completely. Don't fight with it. And you got to shift to something that feels better, that feels true for you. Totally different direction. Kind of with the comforter situation is I'm going to start looking at the pillows, right? I can't just stare at the stain and be happy about the stain. The stain sucks. I'm mad about it. I can't change it. But if I sit and focus on that stain, it's only going to create more stains and disdain and within me. So I'm going to look at the pillows. And that's with our thoughts is completely shifting away and saying, I'm open and willing to see where my greater good lies. Saying a prayer for yourself. Giving yourself grace. Because what really shifts your life, what really moves the needle is persistence. Making the decision that you will shift your belief system. You will achieve what it is that you want for your life. Not through efforting, not through doing, but by believing and changing your mindset. Working on your hair, not the mirror. Not your hair in the mirror. That's rolling up your sleeves and doing everything you can to manipulate this mirror. But you got to go to the source. You got to go within. You got to dive deep into your thoughts and belief systems and make those shifts in perception and choose to believe otherwise. I also want to address here that I feel like sometimes there's this never-ending to-do list on how to overcome these thoughts. Oh, I need to go see this guru. I need to go to this place in Bali. I need to do ayahuasca. I need to do breath work. And while all those practices are great and supportive, 
I don't actually believe we need them. That's, again, giving our power away to something outside of ourselves. I think giving yourself space, self-love, acceptance, and grace, saying affirmations that you believe in consistently, shifting away when the voice of fear comes in, and when it comes in and takes over the show for a little bit, acknowledging it and saying, thank you for showing me what I don't want, saying that I will not give up until what I desire, which really truly is inner peace, self-acceptance, whatever form we want that to take, whether that looks like a new relationship, more money, a better career, the house, financial abundance, health, sleeping through the night, whatever form we think those things are taking, it really is because you are in the search of inner peace and self-acceptance and self-love. You think that those things will get them, get you there. And they will, but it's through the idea that you give yourself that first. And that only happens when you create the decision that you will no longer accept thoughts and beliefs that are not supportive to you. And recognizing that a lot of the world will not agree with this. Misery loves company. And especially at first, like family and friends might think you're crazy. So that's why you keep those ideas to yourself and let them be where they are. They're on their own journey. They don't have to agree with you. Nobody does. Your ideas are your own. You are the only you there is and every, ever will be. I say that on every episode. Because I think we're looking for acceptance outside ourselves. And you really are looking for your own acceptance. And when you accept yourself, the world will accept you. Because you're fixing your hair, not the mirror. So. Keep persistent. Stick with it. It is working. I promise you. If you're here listening and something isn't going the way you want it to, there's a reason for that. When you receive what it is that you desire with the intention that you are going to shift a belief system and you are aware of where you stand and stick with it, continue doing the inner work, and that desire shows up, it is the greatest feeling in the entire world. Because you're like, I did this. I am in control of my experience. There is no thing out there. I don't need another thing. I want it because I want it and it feels good. But I have everything I need right here. I can choose it for myself. I can allow it in in this moment if I want to. Give yourself permission to say yes to you right now, right where you stand. You don't need anything else in your life. The world will tell you otherwise, especially during this holiday season. (laughs) There's always another thing, right? And we're meant to desire, but you do not have to wait until that thing comes. You can feel that way now. So keep with it. I'm with you. I get it. 
the more that you begin to recognize that you are on the path, that you are doing it right, certain people show up to remind you of that. And you feel less alone and it gets less hard because you're like, okay, I'm not as crazy as I thought I was. (laughs) Be weird. Do not be normal. Normal is not natural. Think the highest thoughts you can about yourself and about your life and watch what happens. All right. Thank you for listening. I love you. Until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In, and thank you for listening.